I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Feels good, doesn't it? It does, man. This really is the time of the year where you get that fire pit going, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I get one cranking on Saturday. We're a pro football podcast, but, like, that slate you got on Saturday, boys. Woo, oh, it's a cooker. Doggy. It's We're a playing cooker. Some college football on Saturday. Might have a little fire, a couple brewskis outside watching the games. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great football weekend, especially in the NFL. You got Tampa Tom coming into town for a showdown with your Pittsburgh Steelers. We mentioned in our first episode, could be the last time you see Tampa Tom in town. So you definitely want to get there if you can. It's going to be a fun day at Acroshore mm-hmm. Stadium. Tons of great games on the NFL slate as well. It's like college and the NFL got together and they said, hey, let's just shove let's it in just, everybody's right, face let's have a for banger. two straight days. Let's, get the, let's, let's have get a banger. The, That's get, the way to put it. A 48-hour football banger. Let's get the poop bowl of the week out of the way out on Thursday. Way. Let's have a great Sunday. Well, let's talk about that poop bowl. Oh, my God. You didn't watch it, We're right? going to call it the poop bowl because we're going to have to pick a puke bowl later. Sorry. I keep uh, the poop this bowl, the, the toilet pu- bowl, the, the puke, puke bowl. bowl yeah, like, this yeah, one was horrible. it again. It was handed to us on the silver platter, but we couldn't take it. Al Michaels is. I heard that he, he did, can't go out this way. I heard right? he did uh, Chicago radio, Waddle and Sylvie before the game, uh-huh. and he said uh, on the show, "If I get a worse game than we did last week, it might be time for me to retire." <laughs> and then it happened. It and was so was bad. Like, it was a great career, Al. Like it was nice to know. It was you, horrible. Right? It was terrible. Don't tell the audience that I didn't watch the game. You have to keep the illusion up that I'm an expert. Man, I, I didn't watch the game either. Minute of these games. We had we had our Penguins on the Penguins game. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I caught you know some highlights and followed along via Twitter. Justin Fields, not good, huh? Not good. I and mean, that's what people think. Carson Wentz, not good, huh? Not as okay. Yes, both bad. But right now, you're really nervous if you're Chicago because you traded up for Justin Fields. Oh, that's a great point. Like, with Carson Wentz, it's just a fart. In Who the wind, cares? Honestly. Yeah. Like, you were taking a flyer on You him. knew Carson Wentz wasn't going to be your long-term answer Long-term answer, anyways. For 99 yards. But no turnovers and still won the game. And you know what? That's the NFL, right? 
like you don't have to be the guy that makes the plays sometimes you just have to be the guy that doesn't make the mistakes mm -hmm. and Wentz knows that because he's been around the block a few times Fields is young and Fields made mistakes in the red zone he turns the ball over Wentz got into the red zone and Wentz has made his big boneheaded plays in his career too don't get me wrong for sure but he gets down there and he's like I'm not leaving here without three points at the very least mm -hmm. like he knows he, he's at the point in his career as a vet now where He's in that second quarter of the game, and it's nothing-nothing, and he's like, yeah, every point matters in this one. Like, we're, there ain't going to be much offense. First one to 12 wins, right? Like, well, he knows that. Like, he well, can take that temperature. Where Fields is probably still operating from the old Ohio State mode, where he's like, eh, slow start. We're putting up 21 by the end of this game. I'd say maybe sure, but those points, that one touchdown that came from Washington came because the Chicago punt returner fumbled the punt. <laughs> and, and all and the, all the, knew not to turn it over. No, he that. didn't. No, he didn't. And early in the game, we would seen both Chicago and Washington really fail offensively. Chicago even got down to the goal line and went for it on fourth and one at the goal line and didn't get it. Washington, right. yeah. So like, it, <laughs> he didn't fail on that one time. But I mean, if you kick another field goal there, it's now nine to seven, and that would uh no because it would not have been enough because Chicago's last drive. They were driving to score the touchdown because they were down by five rather than being down by two. But again, Chicago, uh, Chicago's kicker. I, I just don't know if you can trust a Chicago kicker anymore after that double doink from a couple years ago. One last thing on this game before yeah. we leave. Yeah, I mean, because we don't need to spend any yeah. more time talking about it. There's still a part of me that thinks that they're not using Justin Fields right. He had 12 rushes for 88 yards. None of them were designed. Why aren't you trying some designed runs? Did you see Richard Sherman on Twitter said that very thing? You have, he said. Sometimes the players need to be put into a better position to succeed, and the fact that they didn't call any designed run plays for Justin Fields is questionable. Guess who replied to that tweet? Justin Fields. Sean Payton. Really? And he said, "Totally agree, Richard." Wolf. Wow, that's a pretty <laughs> uh, heavy offensive mind weighing in on. And not run. just that, but like two I think guys. Richard Sherman's right. Yeah. But that's a defensive guy. Right. When Sean Payton speaks about it, I'm like, when, oh wait, I'm sitting up and listening now. This Sean guy's one of Payton, the best offensive minds ever. You don't really hear about Sean Payton anymore, and so when he wants to get involved in a conversation, you know he's feeling adamant. The about best something. part too was people were tweeting at him after. What are you doing next year? You like Chicago? <laughs> you like Chicago? You enjoy Do you like it? Justin Fields? <laughs> you want to you help Justin Fields? <laughs> How about the uh, Chicago? summers they're beautiful i hear you think about moving here? <laughs> I mean, yeah so i i think the bears have more problems than just justin fields but i'm worried that justin fields ain't a solution by any stretch of the imagination all right sunday's action yes let's, please let's start with the afc north as always the brownies play host to the new england patriots both teams are two and three cleveland's a two and a half point favorite i kind of feel like new england goes in there and steals this game I think Mac Jones might be back, too, by the way. For this game? Unless they decide to just go with Bailey Zappi. He's not done horribly. I'm looking up their injury report right now, but, like, it's like Fort Knox up there. You're never going to figure out what Bill... Right, Bell... It's just, and then Ethan Patricia's back, too, <laughs> so he doesn't want to say anything, either. It's just Belichick doing Belichick things. But that's... But that also... What falls under the header of Belichick doing Belichick things is just going in and beating Cleveland, like, exactly. 24 to 10. And you know, like you know that. what the thing is, too? I think the Chargers are a better team than New England. I don't think anyone second guesses that. But Belichick is a better coach than Brandon Saley and a far better coach than Kevin Stefanski. Yes. And give Belichick just enough, and I think you can 
for some, as you said, Tom, earlier, you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily need the guy who's going to throw 400 yards and three touchdowns every day. You just don't want the guy who's going to throw the interceptions or lose the fumbles. And if Mac Jones is out there, that's not what he does. And Bill Belichick does a good job of making sure he doesn't do that. And in addition, Bill Belichick is not going to be outsmarted by Kevin Stefanski and Jacoby nope. Brissett. Nope. nope, that ain't Jacoby Brissett especially, too. So if they're going to get it done, they're going to get it done on the ground. But Belichick cuts the head off your snake, so I'm sure he's going to be selling out to try to do whatever he can to stop Nick Chubb in that game. Mac Jones was limited in practice again this week, and I think based on how Bailey Zappi's played, they'll probably just go with Zappi again. But I still think that the Patriots can win this game with Bailey Zappi. I don't doubt it at all. The fact I that I actually think they're going to win. The this fact game. that the Chargers, who went for it on fourth down in their own territory in the final seconds of the game, and failed to do so, failed to convert, and still won the game, proves to me that anybody can go into not anybody, but that. Bill Belichick can go into Cleveland and win that game. Yes. Right? If if, yes. if Bill Belichick is coaching the Chargers, the Chargers probably win that game by, like, two touchdowns. Yeah. That de- you think that defense would look like it does if he was coaching? Exactly. There's no way. The Bungles go on the road and take on the Nolan Saints. They're going to beat Nolan Saints. And I hope, and I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be this, they're going to see their old friend, right? Andy Dalton's going to be navigating the uh, – or should I say marching? Right, the Saints it's not. On it's not. Field. It's 100% not Jameis. I feel like has a broken back. Yeah. I feel like he's done for a decent amount. But I think little revenge game for Andy Dalton. No, I don't think so. I feel like this is another uh, get right spot for the Bengals. They need to, because now it's it's week six and they're still under 500. Granted, last week they lost to the Ravens, who were a great opponent and yeah, a division I mean, rival. They're two points away from being in first place. Yeah. So. Well, they're an extra point away from being in first place, or for being tied, and then a Justin Tucker on the money field goal for being solely in possession right. at first place. I mean, they should be three and two, right? They should. Evan McPherson should have made that extra point. Mickey Fitzpatrick just made it. Well, the re- long snapper too. Yeah, for sure. I think they'll beat the Saints pretty easily in New Orleans. They're only a two-point favorite. I think that's because the Saints have a pretty good defense, but you know. They're not an amazing defense, I don't think, by any stretch. So it might be a good thing for Joe Burrow to, you know, see a decent defense to try to light up on the road and try to get, you know, things back on track offensively. God, you know, injury reports around the NFL are just absurdly long. They look like get-go receipts. It's unbelievable, <laughs> dude. CVS receipts or whatever one has the big receipts. Like, Jameis Winston was limited in practice with his back and his ankle, so I don't see any reason why they wouldn't start Andy right. Dalton if he's still limited, especially with a back injury. I want that thing fully healed right. before I put a quarterback back in there. I don't want any Tony Romo's happening out here. No. Um, so Bengals easily win that but game. But here's the thing, though. I, I think the Tony and Jameis situation, like I get the comparison, but Jameis I also don't see as a long-term solution in New Orleans. I thought he could be, though. I don't think so anymore. I really thought he could be. They were really good last year until he got hurt. Like, playoff good, playoff bound. And I don't think he's been healthy for a single game mm. this year. So I, I thought he could have a chance. But now I think it's Andy Dalton. And that's that's no, not going to be your guy. I see Dalton for the next five years. <laughs> yeah. Thriving. Right. Thriving and surviving. And losing to the Vikings by a field goal. Ravens pay a visit to... Everybody's surprising team. Is of the this year. is this the year uh, game of the week? No, it's not. 
Are you but kidding? it's you're kidding me, right? Because there's 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 so there's, many there's Bills, Chiefs, and then there's another really good game. Shh, don't spoil. Sorry, it. We're gonna sorry. get to those. But this is a good game too. Is it though? Yeah, it is. Is it though? If the Giants win this game, they're for real. For real. They're for real. Like you could say, oh, is it really that good? Because you don't really respect the Giants. But if the Giants come out and beat Baltimore, the narrative completely flips. You're going to, is this really that good of a game, or is it just two teams early on who have decent records? No, if the Giants win this game and move to 5-1, and one, you have to take the Giants seriously. You uh, know what? I know, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, you do, though. If they win this game, you do, for sure. And you might be able to argue, is it sustainable? You might be able to argue that it's kind of smoke and mirrorish, but if you get to 5-1, and one, you're in the playoff race. Like, ain't no question about that, and... I know that it's kind of ironic that the one year they're surprising people, the NFC East as a whole is surprising people, so it's not like they can have this hot start and then look down and see the uh, usual suspects at 2-3 and three, like mm-hmm. they always are. You've got the Eagles and you've got the Cowboys to contend with, so winning that division is an uphill battle for them. But at the same time, for them to be in a division with those two teams and be a game back... Be tied with the Cowboys only with the virtue of their first head-to-head matchup going to Dallas. You're in third place right now. But you can control your own destiny on Thanksgiving when you have the Cowboys, yeah. uh, when you pay a visit to the Cowboys. So they're for real if they beat the Ravens, but I have a feeling the Ravens might boat race them in this game. Lamar well, the, the line right now is at five and a half in favor of Baltimore, and it's in New York. Which, which means, means on a neutral field, they're eight and a half points better than them, the Ravens. So that just goes to show how... How fake most of the country thinks the Giants really are. Agreed. I don't think Saquon's fake, though. No, not at all. So he's an X factor. But I just, I feel like this is a classic Lamar Jackson, 110 yards, two touchdowns. On the ground. On the ground, and then maybe another 300 yards and four tutties through the air. Like, it just feels like he's going to exercise some demons. Offense and himself has not been great the past two weeks. Uh -uh. Boneheaded interception against the Bills in the red zone going for it on that fourth down, losing that game, and then you do everything you can against the Bengals, but you did not play well, and you needed your all-world all kicker to kind of bail your team out, and your defense as well, to kind of bail your team out and win that game against Cincy. So as weird as it sounds, they could use this as a get-right game for themselves against the Giants, even though they're 4-1. and one. You don't see it being competitive at all? I could see it being competitive, but I have a hunch that the Ravens are going to win by two tutties at the very least. <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued by this game. I mean, the other good games, luckily for us, come on later in the afternoon and then Sunday nights. So we're gonna have to flip back and forth or, or just check in on this game when we can. But I, I have a feeling it's gonna be a good game, Tom. Well, the Giants aren't the only New York team that have a Are You for Real game this week, right? Because the Jets are all of a sudden at three and two right now, in sole possession of second place of that division. And they pay a visit to Green Bay. How, and however, however, you can't have both New York teams at home on the same week. So the Giants playing at home to the Ravens, which means the Jets have to travel. Yeah, but how cool would that be if they both played at the same time? Just two Four games teams on the field at the same time. <laughs> so the Jets are at Lambeau. Rodgers is pissed. He just lost to the Giants. Right. I don't think he's going to lose to back-to-back New York teams. But if you can keep it within a score, if you cover the spread if you're the Jets, which right now you're a seven-and-a-half-point underdog, you lose that game like 24 to 20 i'm walking out of there going maybe they're not going to make the playoffs this year because it's a loaded afc and there's other teams i trust more than them but they've got things on the right track for okay the Jets. So here's a question 
Which of these teams between the Giants and Jets, if they keep it close, right? Four-point game, three-point game, but they lose. Would you have more respect for if they lose it? I kind of think the Jets have the a better Jets. roster overall. I like, was just that was my follow-up question. Like, Which team? Wide receivers. The are Jets good. are three and two, the and the Giants are four and one. Nobody at wide receiver. Giants are four and one. Do you? Name but do you think the Jets? Right do you now. think the Jets are a better team? Yes. Name a giant wide receiver right now. Oh. Is Sterling Shepard still there? I think he isn't he out for the year. Probably. Like they're abysmal there. Meanwhile, the Jets, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, such mm-hmm. a young and up and comer. They got dudes on that offense. They got dudes on that defense. I think overall the roster's better in New York for the Jets. I just think the Giants have the better player of the entire pool. Like if you put yeah, Saquon's the Saquon. best player. Yeah. Really quickly before we continue on that. Richie James is the leading receiver for the Giants on the season with 170 yards. That sounds like an R&B singer from the 80s. Richie James. 170 yards through five weeks is their leading receiver. It's an abysmal receiving core. Yeah, it's bad. But getting back to it, I agree. I think Saquon's the best player overall. Yes. But coming up quickly and right behind him, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's really good. Zach Wilson is... Been yeah, missed the fourth his, quarter. Had his best game of his career last week. Dude, he's looking good early. And looking good in the clutch, which is so like Joe Namath. Right? So here's like, a question. toil around for three quarters and then just have missed fourth quarter. Another hypothetical for you. The Giants win and beat Baltimore, but the Jets lose by one possession in Green Bay. Do you still do you still hold the teams in the same regard as you do right you now? You said the Giants win though. Giants win and the Jets lose by one oh, possession. I, still, I put the Giants ahead of them okay. in my mind, but I think that the Jets have a brighter future, kind of. But I think the Giants have a good future as well if they continue to build. I mean, if you can beat the Ravens and Packers in back-to-back weeks, yeah. Who do you think's a better quarterback, Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson? Ooh, that's tough. I think it's I Zach think Wilson Zach Wilson. Right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying both are like the next. The next guy up but after Wilson, Mahomes well, and Josh I know Allen. For sure, Daniel Jones isn't. Wilson, I think the jury's still out. Not maybe Mahomes or Josh Allen, but maybe top ten. Like he could definitely still be. Yeah, there. top top half. Right now he's flowing around. He's the top flying around half. right in the middle right yeah. now. Yeah. So we'll see if he can continue this hot stuff. The one thing I do like about Daniel Jones is that he has a coach now that knows how to use him. Yes, he does. And has how know how to use and or rather operate the entire offense in Brian Dable. Brian Dable right now. If, 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 Tom, ready for this? Both teams win, right? Do you move, because Brian Dable's been there, but do you move Robert Sala up into Coach of the Year conversations? If the Jets four go and, like, Four and two, and you just beat the Packers? Oh, yeah, for sure, because they're four and two, and that's, what, matching or a game back from what they won all of last, last year. year. So, yeah, he's, Dable and Sala, I think, are good coaches. And I think New York... For a change, they've been the worst two franchises combined in like the past decade yeah, in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, they have. For a change, I think they're starting to see some sunrise on the horizon for both of those teams. Yeah. So it's exciting to watch. Them I'm build. excited for both New York teams' games, which is something I did not think I would ever say. <laughs> this is Colin Coward from the Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. I'll tell you what I'm excited about. Okay. As someone who picked the Vikings to win the NFC North. I'm excited about them going on the road against Miami, but playing Skylar Thompson and kind of looking at 5-1 and one right in the face, right? Yeah, it looks like it's going to go that way. They'll struggle. The Dolphins will right. lead late. After, after having 40 points scored on them last week by the Jets, the Dolphins will hold Minnesota to, what, 16 points they'll or something? They'll be up at some point, yeah. but I, they'll pull, the Vikings will just do the thing where they'll pull it out late in the game and they'll win by, like, four points. So I, I think the Vikings are going to look at a 5-1 and one start and – Man, it's hard to choke away a 5-1 and one start when you have the talent they've, that the Vikings do. I don't know if they've done it, but they've done something to that degree where they've had like a 6-0 and start or something like that, or like a 6-2 and start, and they lose the division lead, and they and they lose it to the Green Bay. They still might do that at 5-1. and one, but, but they did that under Mike Zimmer, it's too. Hard Mike Zimmer's to gone now. make the playoffs. And Mike Zimmer, start. as we know, hated Kirk Cousins. Now you don't have a head coach who hates you anymore. If you're 5-1... and one, with seven-team field, and you're in the weaker NFC, that's hard to miss out on the party then at that point. Okay, we just discussed Brian Dable and Robert Sala, but if the Vikings go 5-1 and one and maybe even win the division, I Kev- O'Connell's a Kevin player. O'Connell in the coach in the conversation for— I told for- you about him after week one. Look at this guy. Right. He's fired up. He's into it. I like that guy as a coach. I think he's a real, real good coach. And I like that you got an offensive mind Yeah. because you got an offensive team. Right, you, know, you do. Like Zimmer do. doesn't jive because mm-hmm. your team's offensive and he's just like, I hate Kirk the Cousins. The weird thing is, too, is that Kirk Cousins like, and Justin Jefferson aren't having nearly as good of a season as they did last Pause. year. Jefferson's having a hell of a year. But you're right about Kirk. Kirk, yeah. Touchdown-wise, Jefferson only has two, but he's right. got almost 600 yards okay. already. So, to a degree, they're doing some things differently, maybe not as Flashy as they did it last year, but they're. I'll tell you, he's having a worse year than ever. Is Adam Thielen? Yeah, he's invisible. On Fa- those falling off. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. But Cook's fine. Three hundred seventy-three yards. Yeah, three toddies already. I ruined it. I couldn't do it there, but I wanted to. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it matters because Cook used to be what the league's like top three rusher, top two rusher, mm-hmm. arguably. But you don't need that guy if Justin Jefferson is going to be the league's number one receiver because I think he is right now. Right? So, yeah, I think he is. Because, well, Cooper Cup is – the Rams are just really just sputtered. Yeah. Right Him or Diggs, I'd put at one Yeah, two maybe right, Diggs. Right now yeah. this year. Uh, Falcons and Niners. Niners will win this game, but that's a feistier team in Atlanta than I think – Atlanta clearly be. has been playing their opponents tough this season. They went 0-2 I mean, to start the year, and they just started to run the ball down everybody's throats. They were down 21 to nothing against Tampa last week and just ran the ball down their throats mm-hmm. until they got back in the game. I mean, they lost by one point to the Saints. As you mentioned, they started off 0-2, but they a, lost by one point yep. to the Saints. They lost by four, only four points to the Rams in Week 2. They beat the Browns. They beat the Browns, they beat the Seahawks, and they could have come back against the Bucs if it year. wasn't for the Jeanette call. No, I think Arthur Smith's actually a pretty good coach. I think yep. he's a little bit of a throat... He, he kind of strikes me as he's going to build this team in the Vrabel sense, where they're just going to, like, 
old school ground and pound their way and, and beat you just by, you know, taking you out to the schoolyard and beating the hell out of you. You just maybe also need a quarterback who's better than Marcus Mariota. You do, but that's, you know, they're in the rebuilding process. They're in the bridging yeah, right. process. They're see you're seeing the bones, though, start to take place for what the identity is going to be. And they're clearly a run-heavy, offensive, let's-play-defense-hard identity well, yeah. football team. <laughs> I think a lot of people— Which these two teams, the Falcons and the Niners, they kind of meet right there. So mm -hmm. it could be a pretty interesting game in Atlanta. I still think it's going to go San Francisco's way. I think they will. I don't know if Nick Bosa is slated to play in this game. I don't think it matters. I still think Yeah, the defense as a yeah. whole is good enough. But if you want to be a serious contender, you need Nick Bosa back. And for you San need Francisco. to win by like 10 points in this game yeah. to be a serious contender. Right. If you want people to say, okay, you're that legit of a, of a team. We know how good your defense is, but how good is your team as a whole? Yeah. Don't make this game interesting. All right. Well, two games that aren't the puke bowl. But they're trending in that direction, and I'm, they're kind of in that category of I don't think anybody wants to watch these at all. The Rams host the Panthers. I think the Rams just get an easy 3-3, three and three, like kind of like they did to the Falcons earlier this year, although the Falcons came back later in that game. They'll get up early on the Panthers. Do they'll, you, they'll, win, they'll start to show some offense. The Panthers game. are a far worse team than the Yeah, I don't think that's a sign that the Rams are back. I just think it's they're going to they, they're no. say – we need to get to three and three. We have got to beat the Panthers. And I don't know if it even comes in dominating fashion either, Tom. Maybe not, but like I, I can see it being like a game. like a twenty-four to three win. They're ten-point underdogs, the Panthers. That's a twenty-four to three. Is That's a juicy covers spread. that? Yeah. Wait, twenty for the Rams? You mean? Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if they hold them to three, I think that's phenomenal. But the Panthers are just abysmal. Sam Darnold, though, maybe a little Coming quarterback back? change there. So, with Baker being injured, maybe you get a little spark. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a puke bowl, and I don't give I won't give the Rams. Bowl, no, it's not. We know coming up, but, but 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 before we get to it, I won't give the Rams any credit whatsoever if they win this game. Even okay. if they win it by like forty yeah, points, I agree. I'm not gonna put them in the JDQ MTC no. or anything like that. Even if they win by forty points, Tom. Even if Cooper Cup has the best day of his career. Another puke bowl nominee that just fell short: Seahawks and Cardinals. Still some interest on both of these teams for me. Still in the playoff hunt for both of these teams, technically. And Geno Smith's been lighting it up. And Yeah. Arizona's. I don't think it's a puke bowl. Arizona's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Seattle's going to win this I kind of agree. At home in Seattle. Yeah. Like, I think Geno's going to put up a decent amount of points on Arizona. Kyler, not the same Kyler that we've seen in the past couple of years, right? This isn't the same Cardinals team where they, they sprint out to a 7-0 record and finish with... 10 wins and 7 losses on the season. They're struggling right now and Kyler Murray, I mean he's doing he's having a decent year but he's not leading the team like he, he used to. However, Tom, it's now week 6, which means next week you will see DeAndre Hopkins for the first time. Mm. So maybe that could be the dynamic. difference maker. Yeah. Puke bowl. Let's flush the toilet on the Jags and the Get Bears. it out of here. I hate the, the Jags are going to win it though. I don't know about that. Oh, I don't know about that. But let's talk about the real creme de la creme before we get to our triple play. You don't want to talk about the Puke Bowl at Not all? Not at all. The two big games are more interesting. Okay, which one? Are we going Sunday night first or the 4 o'clock game Chiefs Bills. Okay. AFC Championship game preview, potentially. Uh, two of the best teams in football, potentially meeting on the same field. Let's not cut to the chase. I, or, or let's not beat around the bush here. Let's cut to the chase. I think this is the AFC Championship preview game. Unless the seeding works out in a wonky way, yes. Where it's like the Chiefs somehow end up Half third. Yeah. In the second round. But I other than that... that that would be like a Caps Penguins in 16 and 17 right. scenario. Yeah. These are the two best teams, and they just meet around earlier mm -hmm. than everybody wants them to meet. So Two rounds, because they could be the two best teams in the entire yeah, league. Yeah, but you can't play in the Super Bowl, I Jacob, you dummy. But, uh, yeah, Bills, Chiefs, it's going to be a hell of a game. 
the only thing that I have about this game that makes me baffled is that the Chiefs are a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. That means that on a neutral field, they think their Bills are five-and-a-half points better than the Chiefs. That makes no sense to me. I think this game should be a pick-em coin flip. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, two-and-a-half is also uh, two-and-a-half at home for sure. But At home? It's the yeah. first time Mahomes has ever been a home underdog in his career. Because technically this would be an underdog game. It'd be a five-point game in Buffalo. Underdog. Oh, it's two and a half for Buffalo. Buffalo is minus oh, two and a half. Oh, the Chiefs oh, are yes, plus yes, two yes. and a half oh, at Arrowhead. Wow. It's yeah. the first time he's ever gotten points at home. And that kind of just makes you want to say, yeah, Kansas City's going to cover that. Kansas City's going to win this game. It makes you want to say Kansas City's going to win by like 30. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like just that. baiting you to take yeah, it. That's not going to happen. This game's going to be fireworks, I promise. I hope so. And if not, who cares? As long as we get it one more time this season, that's all you really care about. And finally, on Sunday Night Football, I am officially deeming this the rivalry of the year. That's right. Cowboys-Eagles that's is going to take the throne as the 2022 top dog rivalry that's of the fair. NFL. So many years we've gotten boring 7-9 and nine. Six and ten Cowboys versus Eagles games on Sunday Night Football, and now we have five and overs, four and one. And even though there is Cooper Rush playing for the Cowboys, it's still such compelling television. And I guarantee you, it's a close game because the Cowboys defense. I think they're going to slow down that Eagles offense, and it's going to be a battle of attrition, mm -hmm. and it's going to be ugly. There's going to be big hits. Maybe a couple fights on the field because these two teams oh, they hate each other. Absolutely, buddy. and it doesn't. You know what the best thing about a rivalry, Tom, is. You could have guys who are brand new to the team, but they know the history, right? Even though they've never really played in a game with this large of stakes, the Eagles and Cowboys, any probably anybody on either of these teams, they know the history of Eagles-Cowboys. So it's going to get physical. It's it's ingrained into their brains when they get the there because they're fans, oh, right? The fans yeah. know. Yep. So, I'm yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think you're – I don't think – you're off on that at all. I think it's a rival. I mean, the, the division rival, because I think the main rival of the season is Bill's Chiefs. But the biggest division rival for sure this season is is Cowboys-Eagles. All right, let's get to our triple play. Yeah, let's do it. I went 3-0 and last week. <laughs> so I'm 7-8 and eight now. On and season. how did I do? And we're getting over 500 this week, I guarantee it. You went 1-2 and two again last week. So you Not a good season four, for me. 4-10-1 on the year. Not a good year. I get to pick first. Okay. It's going to be hard. With all these really good games, Tom, like, where do you go? Well, first I go with Patrick Mahomes as a home underdog. I'm taking the Chiefs. Oh, you stole mine. Anytime he's a home underdog, I'm probably going to take that play. So two and a half points in my pocket, and I have Patrick Mahomes. Thank you very much. Let's go Chiefs. Okay, I think I'll think I'll go San Francisco minus five. I like that. Yeah, I just one. I think that defense is really going to – I mean, we saw last week against Carolina. Well, last I, week you bet against the Falcons and got bit, so yeah, let's but see. Last week I also – You were giving double the points. You gave 10 points last week, now you're only giving five. But also, right. too, I think I took San Francisco last week. Now and you that, took the Bucks, the Bengals, and the Lions, so you hit on the Bengals. Well, should have taken the Niners last week, but I'm doing it now. You should have, yes. Doing it now. All right, my second pick, I'm going with the Seahawks, plus two and a half at oh. home against the Cardinals. I think they're going to cover that one, and I think they're going to win that one outright. Damn it, Tom. Damn it, Bernice. You're number two. <sighs> okay. I'm going Monday night. Okay. I'm going Chargers minus four and a half. Yeah, against Denver. I don't see Denver really Denver doing score. anything. Forget Denver. Yeah, they yeah. can't score. I like that pick, too. I'm feeling good about your picks as well. And last but not least, I'm taking the six and a half points on Sunday night football. Give me the Dallas Cowboys to cover that wow. spread. Wow. To cover gonna, it? Okay. It's going to be under a touchdown. Okay. That's a good, that's a good pick because... You can easily see that coming down to a, to field, a field goal. goal yes. Yeah, that game. Yeah, that game is meant to it's come a down to a field for goal for that kind of game. 
Where am I going to go, Tom, for my last one? You know what I'll do? I'll go Pats plus two and a half on the road against Cleveland. I like that. I like I, your picks, too. Hey, thanks, buddy. We're both going to go. I, I was considering going head-to-head against you and just saying the Bills are going to do it. The Bills are going to get. That wouldn't have been a bad pick. But, again, they could have won, but it'd be like a one-point game, something like that, where, like, Tyler Bass gives a field goal. And to, you don't yeah, cover. Yeah. yeah, right. I like the points, and that's why. That's, I like that's, that's not, I, I, I'm saying you have good picks as well. All right, Steelers-Bucks. I kind of got this one around. Buccaneers 31, Steelers 17. So Bucks are going to cover the Did spread. Did you have that score last week as well? Uh, last week I had the Bills 33, Steelers 20. Okay, I think I, I think my score last week was 34-17. Bills. This week I'll keep I'll keep it a little closer. I think I'm going to keep it within the nine point spread as well. I think I'll go Bucks 28, Steelers 20. Okay, covering by the nose on their chinny chin yeah. chin. Yeah, the hair on their chinny chin chin. The nose, with the, <laughs> the nose on their chin. Steelers and Bucks, one o'clock at Acroshore Stadium. Should be a fun time, and it's going to be a great above weekend. Above all else, you're going to get to see Tom Brady play football. It's a so great weekend. It's of a great sports. weekend of sports. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, playoff be baseball too. You got hockey back. Beautiful fall weather outside. It's going to be a blast. Create a fire of your own. Don't do it in studios. It takes professionals to do it indoors, like us. We're so the only ones who can go outside to do that, but going to be a great weekend and we'll be back again on monday to recap it all for jacob brecht i'm tom offerman thanks as always for giving us a listen this has been the Steelers standard getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save 50 dollars on select battery tool sets real steel Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.